0: Hey there, welcome to this week's Rise Above Noise, where each week I have the honor of shining a spotlight on somebody in the Rise Above Noise community who's making a real difference and who's helping others in their business growth. If we've not met yet, love to introduce myself. I am Susan Finn. I am a digital marketing strategist with Rise Above Noise, where for the past 15 years, I've been working with transformation creators, right? So I've been working with energy healers, light workers, coaches, creatives, teachers, and guiding them in their own personal roadmap on their digital marketing journey, right? So together, we're creating a personalized system so that they can show up in a way that feels generous and it feels as though they're in service so that you show up with consistency for the people who are already searching for you so that your business grows with flow and joy and ease. Really, I believe that when you do marketing, really, you just reach people. And these days, people are feeling discouraged. And so I think it becomes even more important that we do show up. And we show up to show what's possible and in that way transformation creators you can change the world you're using your knowledge to inspire people you have a vision you're ready to challenge yourself to go to the next level and find the joy in what you do so that you can serve more people and it's time it's time for you to create the systems and the support so that you can achieve high performance and you can achieve the results so that you can grow your business. I am really excited to have this conversation today with Jennifer Zwybel. Not going to hold you up any longer. Let's get right to it. Another Thursday. I was just telling Jennifer that um, this is my favorite time of the week. This is the th- this Thursday spotlight is my commitment to weekly content, which I talk about with my clients all of the time, when you can find that thing that you love to do, and you can make that your priority, and then everything else comes off of that activity, then everything else is is really easy. And I thought that, I stopped doing these interviews for a while, and then i felt like i was kind of floundering and i felt like things were an effort and i had to come up with with what i was going to talk about and then i realized that i'm a connector always have been a connector i'm a community builder and i just think this is an awesome opportunity to shine the spotlight on people who have so many interesting and useful things to share with my community and to, share, to offer this as something added uh, to my community so that they get something more than me just like spewing out facts and figures about email marketing and click through rates and subject lines and how to set up their email um, strategies and set up their email service providers so this is where I'm at. And here is another thing. So Jennifer and I were checking in and I'm like, Oh, I like your hair, I like your glasses. Oh, I love the sweater. And here's what happened was I was she's like, Oh, the sweater. I don't know. Should I keep it on? And I said, no, keep it on. Because what I just told you about what I love to do this, this weekly commitment to content that I love is like that cozy sweater. It's like, what am I going to do today? And you don't even like, what am I going to wear today? You know that you're going to put on this thing that feels really good. The sweater feels good. I often also call it like brushing my teeth. I I love brushing my teeth. It's just things that you just do and you don't think about it. And that's what I love about um, this work that I do with the Rise Above Noise Spotlight every week. And to just go off screen for a quick second to remind people when I talk about the rise above noise um, strategies, here's where we're at. And I want to tie this into what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to share my screen real quick. And you may have seen this before. If not, welcome to the rise above noise strategy. I'll put a link to access this into the show notes. And what I've come up with Because people feel overwhelmed and lost and in chaos, they've got this big idea, which we're going to talk about today, they have this vision, and then all the ideas start flowing in and they they don't know where to start, they don't know where to go, they don't have like their path, once they know what their vision is and, and where they're going to go with it. Then, as far as marketing, they need to have the steps that give them that comfy sweater, that give them like all you got to do is put toothpaste on the brush and brush, like you just do it. And so, these are the five pillars in the Rise Above Noise strategy that give you that sense of, oh, okay, I know what to do next. So, you work with, um, I'm a big fan of working with coaches like Jennifer, like the other people in the Rise Above, some other people in the Rise Above Noise group who help you get that future vision so that we can fill in the middle steps. So that once you know what your core values are, your ideal clients are, your mission, how you're going to uh, make that happen, then you can go ahead and create the compelling content, offer proof of concept, which is your case studies and your testimonials. Organizing and scheduling are probably the most well, the last two are probably the most organizing and scheduling your time is if you guys know me at all, you know that I'm all about time and energy as our only true currency. And so you've got to do the things that keep you away from the time sucks, and the chaos and do the things that are strategic and are going to give you um, a return on your investment of time and energy. And then keeping in touch, of course that's marketing like show up, be of service to the people who are already searching for you so the so today. We're kind of in the first part of the pillar of the pillars, right? That number one, but even before that, when people come to me and they've worked with somebody who has helped them understand what their packages are going to be or what their vision might look like, help them to visualize that. Now, the rest of this becomes like GPS, like it's just do the things, do the things. So, I hope that was helpful. And I'm going to stop sharing. And if you're listening to this, you will find a link to the, um, to the Rise Above Noise roadmap in the show notes. All right, so now I get to go to my favorite part of the day where I get to introduce you to somebody super cool. So Jennifer Zweibel is a vision strategist and business coach for entrepreneurs. The name of her business is called A Place of Joy. She works with established entrepreneurs to bring their best ideas to life. She's a thought partner, a creative collaborator, and belief coach. And she helps her clients clarify, develop, and implement their visions. So through this work, her clients, they get that clarity on what they really want, and they move into focused and intentional action that has them building from their place of joy, from their comfortable sweater, right? From there, whatever gives them joy and make a meaningful impact on the world. I'm so thrilled to have Jennifer here today. When I asked Jennifer what her superpower is, she said that she sees what's possible for others and she helps them see it too in a way that lets them move it into real life. And as business owners, if we're not moving into reality, we're just we've got a we've got a hobby. We don't have a business. Tell me about that superpower, Jennifer. How did you figure out that was your superpower? Um, uh, sorry, I'm like, hi, Susan. Thank you for having
1: me. Now I'll answer your question.
0: Um, (laughs) I just went right in there. I should have paused a little bit.
1: (laughs) Um, you know, so. It's something that I have been doing instinctively in many areas of my life, but particularly around other business owners for years. And it's one of those things that you do so instinctively that you don't realize that not everyone does this Mm. and that it's so exciting to you and feels so good. Like that's a state of flow for me that it doesn't occur to me or it did not occur to me for a long time. Like, oh, that's a thing that could be my business. <laughs> so I discovered it first, really, when I was in a, in a different business, I was a professional organizer for years, which was like a very bizarre choice for me, but that's another story for another day. Interesting. And I was in my first business coaching mastermind as a participant and there were, well, there were 20 of us and I had never met them before. And we were having our first in-person gathering. And each person got, you know, 45 minutes to stand up and share what was going on with her, her business, her challenges. And, and every single time, 19 times in a row, I was like, like, I was like, oh, I hear what's going on. Here's the question I'm going to ask you, or here's the challenge that I'm seeing, or here's an idea for you. And I had like, it just came and it felt so good. And at that point, I realized maybe, maybe that could be my business instead of what I'm doing, which I don't really love so much. Um, And it took a while for that to catch up and actually
0: happen. But it, it was, yeah, it feels good. I, you know, that's one of the things that when I think about what gives me joy in the work that I get to do, and it's not even the work I get to do in the life that I've created, it's listening to stories where people are you know, we're young, we go, we take that hourly job. We, we do the things and we're very proud of our business cards and the plaque on our desk and everything. And then you're like, wait, wait, what? And then we explore and that we could go through so many iterations and who knows, like, you're, you know, it it could change. It could change. It could change again.
1: A hundred percent. And I think it's really healthy and normal and natural for things to evolve. And, If we go in with an attitude like "Oh no, I meant to be this and I got it wrong," that's not going to help anyone. Whereas if we're able to instead say, "Huh, well that got me here, and this is even more interesting," or because I went through that, I now have a whole other set of you know priorities or you know experiences and excitements that can lead me onto my next step of the path, and embracing that is just saves so much time and energy. And, and opens you up to so many more things.
0: Time and energy, that's what it is. It's time and energy. So many people I notice are fl- not flailing. I guess that's not the word, although it's kind of like flailing, right? They're like, I should I should be on TikTok. I should be on Instagram. I should be on, on Facebook. Maybe I should be doing this, all the things, but without having that vision of where they're going or the roadmap of how to get there. So. But let me, I want to talk about that because that's
1: really important because a I've experienced that myself Mm -hmm. often, and I've seen tons of clients experience it. And I think it's important to sort of normalize that experience. There's nothing wrong with anyone for having that experience. If that's what you're experiencing, we are overloaded with people telling us what will work, how Mm. to build your business, what will be effective. And we are overloaded with avenues of content creation and marketing and delivery systems. And we're overloaded with people who seem to have wild successes with each of them and who possibly are using many of them and telling us this is how I built my amazing business. And the thing is, it might be true for all of those people out there who have become TikTok millionaires or used LinkedIn to explode their businesses. That 100% could be true. That doesn't mean that's the way you are going to build your business. If it doesn't make you happy and bring you joy, you're not going to do it. And then you're just going to beat yourself up for not doing it. Um, and it also doesn't mean that you're supposed to embrace all of the avenues. We can, like, that's the flailing when we are pulled, like, I should do this because they did this and I should do this. And I should just, would none of us have the time, you know, unless you have a large staff making all of this stuff happen for you and it's the right stuff it's just this overloaded sense of how could i possibly and you can't that's why i love your approach of this is the thing that makes you happy you love having these conversations and therefore you show up because it's a pleasure for you and that's where you have your conversations and that's why you're living your purpose and that turns into the content that is relevant for your people and relevant for you. And that's how you're growing your business part of it, because that's, that's you, that's you following and trusting.
0: Right. Well, I'm, I'm very blessed to be able to do both, to show up in conversation with really cool people and also to feed that part of my brain that craves the dopamine of the doing. hmm because when I get to go in and set up somebody's email service provider or help them figure out their subject lines and look at the click-through rates and give them the return on the, the, the like all the analytics, like I love that. My background's food science. I don't know if I told you that. I'm food science and I was a quality control manager and I had to like set up the processes and measure the results and that's kind of what I bring in. That's why I bring
1: you in to work with my clients because (laughs) I'm not going to do that stuff. And it's so important. And thank God there are people who love to do it like you.
0: (laughs) So so let's talk about being a vision maker because you work with a very specific uh, business, business owner. So tell me about who's kind of like the overall demographic or who you're working with and how are you guiding them in their vision making? Yeah,
1: sure. So to me, this concept of vision maker really pulls together the two parts that are so powerful to me that are like my lightning buttons. I don't know. That's not a thing. But anyway, it's the vision, right? Which is that dreamy, excited, inspired place that you get to that you can't actually go to intentionally in many ways that just you bringing to the table a vision. Like I have an idea, right? So that's, it arrives, it develops, it is from you and it is through you. That's that part. And kind of very, like my version of what you do, that's not of much use without the maker part, right? There are a lot of people out there who have ideas who are never gonna do anything with them. And that's fine. My people are the ones who have the ideas and then brought them to life in their own way. And they're already established entrepreneurs, and now they're ready to grow them or shift them or, you know, make them even more fabulous than they already are. They've got their next idea or ideas. And they're like, how do I fit this? What do I let go of? What am I ready to do next? And because they're already established, they've already, their time is already filled with what it takes to run a business with the marketing and the networking and the delivery and the creation. So They now are pressed for time, and it's hard to carve out that space to do the dreaming and then the creation of something new when you're already running a successful business. So so my people tend to be established entrepreneurs who are typically solopreneurs, but sometimes they'll have a team, sometimes they'll have um, people working under them. Um, but really they're service providers. They are doing something in the world to make the world a better place. And there's a whole range from, you know, shamanic practitioners to ed consultants to writing coaches. So it's, but it's bringing their personal gifts and visions to the world to support others in all different ways. So, and those are, so I, I really see them as ideators and implementers, right? They're, they generate ideas, And they take action and they're ready Mm -hmm. to do more of that. And when you're at that level, you actually need someone typically who also operates at that level of thinking of business, of focus, of creativity to be a thought partner, because it's kind of lonely when you're all by yourself and maybe you have people under you or people you've hired, but it's not the same as having someone to go in and dig through and say, What is going on in my business? What do I wanna do next? Here are my ideas, help me sort these out and then let's make them happen.
0: Do you find that um, in some of the work that you're doing, um, that there's like a common challenge that you're helping people overcome?
1: That's a great question. Uh, I'm gonna answer it this way. Yes, I see and I've seen a lot of this lately people who have been building businesses and have achieved a level of success, meaning people know about them, people trust them, people hire them and they want to grow their businesses and they think they need to go like this in like, like I'm here and I wanna be here in five years. So here are the many little steps that I plan to take so that in five years, I can do this thing that I'm really passionate about. Now, a hundred percent, we all need to take small steps and a hundred percent, you know, business is not like typically, but what I've seen several times over the past few months is in conversation, I'm tapping into the thing that they want here five years from now and saying, well, maybe we could just do that one now. So we go back here. Like we pull that part that actually lights them up. Like you with these interviews we're like, well, what would happen if we did that now? What might that look like? And it's like, they just open up and light up and get so excited because that's the part that they really want. They just don't imagine that they could possibly have that happen now. And that's the part that they're willing to then say, okay, well, if I did do that, this is what it would look like. And this is what it'd be. And like, like with very, I just did with them this week in 15 minutes We're like, and and she's ready to sell it. And so I did it with someone a couple of months ago and she she took her five-year vision and she put it out she created it we did this in november end of november and she started the program sold out in january and it's her deepest passion that she can't believe she gets to do like and there's i i haven't noticed that before but i'm seeing it again and again and again
0: yeah you know i'm thinking in in thinking of myself and other people too that when you have that vision but but what you're doing now weighs you down so much you do need someone to open the door and kind of show you that other way and to say you're overcomplicating it right like just if you do this although i, I hesitate i just said the word just and i do want to say that there was a time when i was working with somebody she wanted to do some email marketing and we were setting her up she wanted to do her own so i was teaching i love doing that and it was like well you're going to go in here and then you're just going to add the image and then you're going to just add the title and she said susan you say just and i want to vomit because it's not just for her yes that was such a good lesson to learn and to gauge where people are at. So I would imagine you have to be very sensitive to that too, that there are, pe- there are things that will scare the crap out of people that you can't go there yet. Like you have to, you know, maybe you scare them enough to be like, I can't do it. And then you're like, but yeah, you can.
1: It's a, it's a very interesting point. So, what, as I have thought about these experiences that I've had, the way they are coming is not my having a vision and saying, here's the thing, go do it. It is really, and a hundred percent, I agree with you with what you're saying. What's happening is I'm really asking them, what would you love to do? That's really what it is. And they are then answering. And then I'm able to say, oh, well, that's what you love. Maybe it could happen now. And maybe it could look like this. Like it's a much, and, and that's also a conversation. Like I will very quickly have ideas of how I see that could be possible right now. I'm also not necessarily right, but like, to me, it feels like, oh, well, obviously, da, 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 da. and then, and it's a conversation because they have their experiences, their thoughts, their clients, and their knowledge. And they're like, actually that wouldn't work, but what would work is this. So you're right. Opening the door to that possibility is exactly what, what, um, what it is. And you make me laugh because the vision maker tool, which is the one I do with my clients when I created it originally it was called open the door.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so tell me right. about the tool.
1: So the tool, uh, you know, a lot of the work I do is very practical, but a lot of the work I do also has to do with what we believe about what's possible about ourselves, about what we're capable of, about the fears that we are carrying with us that are real. Um, And, you know, this is a tool that I created because I desperately needed it. And it was born out of my own desire to not be stuck in patterns that were not working for me and that were not building the life that I really wanted. Um, And so this tool allows people to, A, have the courage to say out loud what they really want, which is something that is scary for a lot of us, you know, a lot of people, It feels like a risk because you know what if I say it out loud and then I don't get it then I'm ashamed Mm -hmm. or embarrassed or then I feel bad. Um, What if I say it out loud and someone laughs at me? What if you know there are all these reasons, and what if you say it out loud and it's safe and it's okay to dream? So that's it takes courage. The second part allows people to have a safe space to spill out all of the fear and all of the resistance and all the reasons. We carry and are sometimes, you know, on a 24 hour spin cycle in our heads of like, well, I would love that, but I can't because I don't have the time, the experience, the money. I don't, you know, I've tried it before and I failed. I keep trying and I never get anywhere like there. And, and there's so much true feeling about those things that we think that's the end of the story, right? Like, I guess it's true. I don't, I'm not a multi millionaire, therefore I can't have that kind of success or have that marketing team or have whatever. And when we hold those to be really hundred percent true, we stop because why waste time on a thing that's impossible or that's, you know, could fail or be hurt us and have people mocking us. Mm. And what I realized was, you know, this is not, brain science, a lot of people do this in all different ways. But for me, it was waking up and saying, oh, that's not necessarily completely true. Um, And what if I could safely look at it and decide, okay, what's true about that is, yeah, I'm not a multimillionaire right now. Um, And do I need that much money to do this thing that's right in front of me? Okay, I don't need that much money. What do I need? You know what is possible and it just it gives people a path out of the regular cycle of excitement and despair into okay, alright that's true, but you know the other alternative is I could do it this way or it could work that way or maybe I partner with someone or here's information that I need. So it's it brings our true like it, it gets out of the panic state and just back into our bodies where we can have rational, thoughtful engagement as, as if we were talking to another person rather than ourselves.
0: Oh, I love that. So tell me how, or let people know, how can they get in touch with you? How do they get that next step closer to you? What is your call to action? You know, guys know I love a good call to action.
1: Uh, oh, <laughs> I hope <laughs> I don't disappoint you. Um, on my website, which is a aplaceofjoy.com, you can scroll down. I'm reworking my website, but for now scroll down and there'll be a place to get my 10 minute miracle, which is a really powerful little tool. You can use whatever your business, whatever your life. Um, it's called the 10 minute miracle. And it's a tool that I use all the time. My clients use all the time. I teach in workshops and it's a, it's a quick and dirty little tool that you can start using immediately to get you moving in whatever your big or little vision is. And then you'll be part of my community. And then you will hear from me at some point. And when I work with Susan, you'll hear from me more often.
0: (laughs) I'm putting this into the chats here. So it's a placeofjoy.com and you guys can scroll down and do her 10 minute miracle. Yeah. Well, that is a good call to action. Who wouldn't want a 10 minute miracle? So good, so good. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Is there anything else? Did I leave anything out? Do we need to cover anything else? Well, I was shocked that we were already done. I was like, it Wait, like so
1: I thought felt like we were gonna talk forever and have more things. Um, no, I I will just say that, you know, there's something very exciting about partnering with Susan. Just, this is just my own personal experience. Um, like just the way I serve as a thought partner for my clients, Susan, I have seen serves that same role with her own particular end goal. And it was exciting to me to, you know, we had met a while ago and then we remet and it, it felt like you had deepened your sense of what your business was, which was so exciting. And, um, and I think actually you were in a space where you had not done these interviews and it, we had that same interaction, which was, what would you really love to be doing right now? And you're like, I would really love to be doing those interviews and building my community. And I'm like, okay, so maybe do it. Yes. And then, yes, right. And so here it is, here it is. And what I see Susan doing is a version of that but around the online marketing and community building. And I, the thing that resonated so much was when you talked about, and I've said this to you 50,000 times, but like sharing generously, like what a gift to get to be generous with a community that you're building with people who need what you have and may hear it one way or another. And you have, you've given a gift to the world. So
0: it's really exciting. So anyway, it's really great thank to you for saying, thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. Because this is a thing, right? Like I do these interviews and I am putting spotlights on other people, but it's like, oh, wait, Right. I have a business too. You guys want to? It's me. I could do it. Yes. So good. Awesome. Well, you guys, if you have any questions at all, throw them in the chats. Reach out to Jennifer or myself. Um, make sure that you don't just like go, oh, that was nice, and then leave it there. Like, take an action. Do the 10 minute miracle. Sign up for any of my resources that I, I give you the um, link to on my website, uh, riseabovenoise.com. Like, do the things because it doesn't have to be chaotic. It doesn't have to suck your energy, find your place of joy, find where the ease is in what you're doing and just keep attracting the people that you're here to serve. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Jennifer as much as I did. I loved when she talked about having that idea, right? We all have so many ideas, we're idea generators and sometimes we just need a thought partner to help us figure out what do I want to do next? How can I take action to make this idea a reality? And when we we have that partner and we're working with somebody on our path, it gives us the courage to do what we really want to do, To to get rid of the fear and the resistance, and to follow our path so that we can get out there and be of service to more people. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. I look forward to seeing you on our next Rise Above Noise spotlight. And be sure to check all of the show notes here so that you can grab the resources that we've talked about today. Mm-hmm.